It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. And we're going to kick off the program with a conversation I've been looking forward to for a while. I'm thrilled to be joined by the co-author of Unfiltered Marketing, Five Rules to Win Back Trust, Credibility, and Customers in a Digitally Distracted World. The book came out uh, just about two months ago and uh, co-author... Uh, Steve Denny joins me here on the program. Steve, welcome to Get Down to Business. Thank you very much for having me. Good to be here. It's great to have you. So as I always love to do is get to know the person behind the microphone. It really is a fascinating topic, um, digitally distanced world. So you clearly have spent a lot of time in this area. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a, a, a long time now, somehow, consultant, Um I got fascinated in this subject of the intersection of technology and culture, really coming out of a completely different project. I wrote a book in 2011 called Killing Giants, which was um, a a fun exploration of how small, nimble companies outmaneuver the giants they face in the marketplace. And uh, not for nothing, it was also a fantastic excuse to go interview about 80 of some of the world's most effective business leaders from the townships of South Africa to Europe, to the U.S., to South America, here, there, everywhere. Some of them are kind of big household names and some of them are people that you don't know. And from that, you know, as I start to speak about it to to clients and and, and the sort of keynote uh, route that comes out of out of authoring a book, I realized that one of the biggest levers that was a constant theme through all of this was this intersection, this fascinating impact of technology on culture. And so my, uh, my co-author and, and partner at Denny Landberger strategy, Paul Weinberger and I began collaborating on that, on that basis. He, you know, he's a long time, 30, 40 year um, trend watcher. And through companies like Yankelovich and Roper Starch and Futures Company, I came at it from the business side, right? I was a line marketing manager at a bunch of household consumer technology brands like Sony and Plantronics and people like that. Uh, Paul came with this huge bone structure of <laughs> in his head of, of, of these decades of consumer trends. And I had this sort of ethnographic, story-driven uh, body of work that came out of Killing Giants. And betwixt and between that, we realized that we had this fascinating opportunity in front of us. It's, and you have some really, really interesting data, really, really interesting, as you just said, uh, between you and Paul, um, lots of uh, really important knowledge that you've shared and in an important time. Mm-hmm. So I'm fascinated, actually, by the title, 
Unfiltered Marketing, Five Rules to Win Back Trust, Credibility, and Customers in a Digitally Distracted World. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, our listeners know where they can uh, get a copy of the book and we'll get there. But I don't want to steal all of the secrets over here, but what are some of those five rules? Well, again, this comes back to four years of global quantitative data that we began uh, back in 2016. And we were sitting across the table from interesting and interested senior executives of some pretty big companies who would say things like, tell me something, what do you know about brand loyalty? Not today, recently, what's new? What's changed? How is brand loyalty changing? I know we all have an opinion. We can all wave our hands and talk about it. Do you guys have any data? And we would say, you know what? That's a a worthy subject to dig deeper into. Let's do it. And And, and Steve, Steve, I have to to interrupt you there, and especially in this era of COVID where the way we absorb information is different. The marketing that that's out there, how has that impacted? I'm sure you've been working with, uh, with Paul on this book for a while. How did that impact the, the, your findings on unfiltered marketing? Well, it was fascinating because we put the book to bed in the opening moments of the pandemic. So literally the final manuscript was in the publisher's hands when the first travel bans were, were, you know, being announced and things like that. So there was this moment where the publisher said, hey, wait a second. We could delay this a little bit. How about we you want to open the manuscript back up? Do you need to rewrite anything because of what's happening? So how do you think that the world will be different? We're, we're, we're now in 2021, new year. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm actually having conversations with people starting mm-hmm. to talk about planning 2022. But how sure. has the world changed forever or has it? Well, I think a number of big tectonic shifts that have been in the works for a couple of years have simply accelerated. The biggest single macro trend that we mined out of all of this data is with the one we called seeking control in an out-of-control world. I don't think I have to convince anybody at this red-hot second that we're living in an age of collapsed trust. Normally, I would say collapsing, but you know, it's simply gotten worse. And what that means in the culture is one thing. As we look at it from a business lens, a small business lens, it becomes more important because we as business people now must push control back into the hands of our customers. So I want to we, stick on that point, Steve. Yeah. Small business, you touched on those magic words over here. Mm-hmm. So what is the message from unfiltered marketing that you would sort of give as a homework assignment to the small business owners and entrepreneurs that are tuning in to get down to business? What should they do different? If your customers, uh, generally speaking, are in this body of, of the population that is shaking their heads at the lack of trust they have in the institutions around them, The best thing you can do is find ways to get out of the way and stop trying to be the hero in your own story because your customers don't want a hero. What your customers want is for you to get out of the way, stand next to them, put your arm around their shoulders and say, look, let's look at the evidence together. Let me show you what we're looking at. Let me educate you and make you an expert so that you can make up your own mind. And it's that removal of the ego 
And it's that giving your customer that degree of, of trust, giving them that, that degree of respect that has caused, you know, the flip side of that is what's caused this collapse of trust. So that's like the one thing the, the, the beyond seeking control in an out of control world. The second big trend we came out with was called raw. In an age of collapsing trust, we don't trust what's going on around us. The only thing we do trust is our own eyes, our own ears, our own judgment. We need to see the evidence ourselves. We want the raw feed. We want to see the email dump. We want to see the live stream from the street showing me that this is what's really happening here. I don't need someone to tell me this is, this is the truth. Show me the truth. I'll make up my own mind. I'm chatting with Steve Denny, co-author of the new book published in November 2020 called Unfiltered Marketing. And um, Steve, you've been sharing um, really a, a, what I'm taking away is that that message, that strong message is really the same for small business owners as well as for corporations. But it's interesting in this world where technology is evolving and advancing, um, it's actually people do want that raw, that live, that 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 real authentic side of things. So I do want to make sure um, folks uh, can uh, pick up a copy of the book. Um, so let's talk about that as well as um, where people can learn about Denny and Lineberger Strategy, LLC. Sure. Uh, the book is available anywhere you buy your books, I'm happy to say. If you want to, if you want to go to Amazon, if you want to go to Barnes and Noble, you want to go to our friends at Porchlight, formerly 800 CEO Read. Uh, Unfiltered marketing is available there. There's an audio book. There's a Kindle version. You know, it's it's there. If if you want to pick up your copy of Unfiltered Marketing, you can get it where you get your books. Um, as for us, um, personally, I'm pretty easy to find on Twitter, on LinkedIn on, uh, you know, all, all, all of the, all the big sites, um, for us at Denny Landberger strategy, the fastest way to get to us and to download a PDF of, of the most recent study that we've done, go to dlstrategy.com and you can find us there. Well, I appreciate you sharing, um, all of this, uh, helpful, uh, unfiltered truth in as raw a manner as possible, as you would say in the book, Unfiltered Marketing. So uh, Steve Denny, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the air. We'll bring you back because I have a feeling there will be books to follow. So thank you so much. And I hope everybody picks up a copy of the book coming up after the break. We are going to continue our conversations all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. You can download podcasts from the seven plus years of shows at ShalomKlein.com. Follow me on Twitter at ShalomKlein. We'll be back in just a moment. Chicago, don't touch that dial. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. And I've got a real treat for you. I am joined by the wonderful team of the Lang Financial Group. I'm joined by Stacy, Kara, and Alana Khan, who join us here on Get Down to Business. Welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to have you guys. So um, I'm going to start with Stacy over here. Uh, Stacy, tell us a little bit about, uh, about yourself and how you got into the world of financial services. Sure. Uh, I have been in the world of financial services for almost 40 years, followed my dad into the business, who was my mentor, loved the idea of being an entrepreneur and running my own business and life. 
And so that's how Lang Financial in Chicago came into existence. Absolutely. And it's not a coincidence um, that uh, the uh, that Cara and Alana uh, joining us on, in the conversation have a uh, have a similar name. Um, uh, Alana is the uh, vice president of sales and operations and Cara is the CEO. So uh, this is a family operation and uh, that is a real treat to to uh, to discuss. So we are having this conversation in the uh, beginning, middle of January 2021, a new year, new resolutions. What are the things that our small business owners, that our entrepreneurs should be thinking about uh, moving into the new year? Alana's been our ultimate planner. So when we think about the new year, we always talk about really what are our goals and how can we realistically get there? And I think that's what everyone needs to do. You need to do a little reflection on the past year, 2020. We don't need to talk about it. We all know what happened there. (laughs) But it's how can we continue to improve and grow, even if the world's tough and getting tougher? Absolutely. And in embracing technology, um, which is actually a conversation we just had, um, what are your clients uh, asking for? Or frankly, what should clients be looking for in, uh, in, in your services uh, that, that you want to share sort of as the homework assignment um, for all of the entrepreneurs and business owners tuning in? Yeah. I mean, our business on both sides, we have the employee benefit side, which is so heavily service focused. And then we have the individual planning side, which is just connectivity to a single person rather than a whole company. I think the key is, are you communicating correctly and enough to the people that matter? So I just even think about it. I got married this past weekend and it was a whole virtual wedding, like very 2020. And one thing that we talked about was like, oh, like the production team, did they communicate enough? This person, do they communicate enough? And we all then looked at each other and reflected back and said, are we communicating enough and correctly? When people are so unsure, are the employees being touched? Are the owners being touched? And then are like the individual people we're talking to on the planning side, do they feel comforted and touched and do they understand the process enough because we're not shaking their hand and looking in their eye the same way? Mm-hmm. And Alana, I want to go to you in uh, talking about uh, customer Uh, stories, experiences. I always love to hear success stories. Can you share in your work with clients um, where in recent months you have been able to to really solve a problem and develop a solution? Yeah, I think what has been such a really nice shift for the insurance industry as a whole is when dealing with insurance carriers, it's very archaic. And we have really been behind the times because they were making a lot of money. They didn't have to change. It was working the way it was. Now, when the world has moved to remote, it has really, really benefited us and our clients. We can get them amounts, big amounts of insurance a lot faster. All different insurance carriers are moving to accelerated underwriting programs, um, not necessarily requiring medical exams. And if you are healthy, you have a really easy, quick way to get insured. And so we have a handful of clients that have gotten $5 million of coverage within three hours. And so now they were so concerned, especially in the 
state of the world that they didn't have enough insurance for their family. And God forbid, if something happened to that breadwinner, what are they going to do? And so we've had a lot of clients come to us with that similar story that they didn't plan correctly. They need to make sure their family and their businesses are protected and can we help them? And now with all these tools kind of moving in a um, more modern way, we're able to really help our clients fast. And that is, that's really valuable. It certainly is. And uh, I've been thinking in preparing for this conversation uh, that uh, Lane Financial Europe, you got started in uh, 1994. Uh, so, Stacey, I want to go to you on this one, that a lot has changed, as we all, we've already mentioned, the, the, the world of COVID, and we've talked about mm-hmm. 2020. We've certainly gotten into 2021. You are fond of saying, and I've, I've seen throughout your website, which, of course, we'll send our listeners to, uh, that insurance has changed since you began in 1994, but three core principles have not. So, Stacey, what has not changed? What are some of the fundamentals that you want to highlight? I think what has not changed is people are people and they need help and assistance in effectuating planning. No one wants to do it. They don't want to think about their own mortality, but it's so important to make sure that your family's taken care of. That has not changed at all. It's the way that we now get to people. And I think over this last year, understanding we can't touch people We've been able to move our model and and help people in exactly the same way. Um, So that has not changed. I think the other thing that has not changed is people need to be touched and comforted. And it's something that we've always done for the almost 40 years that I've been in the insurance business. And it's just a matter of touching people on somewhat of a regular basis just to check in. And from there, you figure out the rest. Absolutely. And I'm chatting once again with Stacy, Kara, and Alana Khan from the Ling Financial Group. And Kara, uh, I'll go to you on this one. Um, employee benefits. This is something interesting that, again, we're, we're living in an evolving world. Um, but what are some of the things that people should be thinking about um, as we sort of develop the new normal and some of the changes in the business world and attracting talent where are what are some of the things that uh that that our listeners should be thinking about and asking of whomever they might be talking to and certainly having a conversation with link financial group would be a good idea yeah i mean i think the millennial generation my generation there are certain things that are expected they expect the medical insurance the dental insurance the vision insurance but i think it's important as the decision maker and as the leader of a company that you really are offering people the right plans for who they are and what they are. And that's more than just talking what your deductible is. It's talking why are employees paying a certain amount and what do we need to bring them so they understand and actually know how to use the benefits. It's easy to throw any plan together. The hard part is, is making sure the employees know how to use it and why they have it. Otherwise, we're all just kind of blowing smoke and we're not getting to the real meat of it, which is making sure your people are taken care of. That's the key to the retention. It is educating, 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 and then educating a little more. <laughs> making sure it's utilized. I love it. I love it. So, uh, so Alana, what are, uh, what are your New Year's resolutions for uh, helping customers in 2021? 
I think for us, um, helping our customers in 2021 is just looking back at our book, making sure that all of our clients throughout these past 30 years are taken care of and touched and nurtured and understand that, you know, if we haven't talked in five years, there are changes and there's things for us to review to make sure your business and your family are taken care of. Fantastic. And uh, I've really enjoyed the conversation, learned a lot about, again, fundamental principles that have not changed. Um, so it, we only have a couple of seconds remaining. Um, Stacy Khan, the owner and president of uh, Link Financial Group, where can people get in touch to, uh, to have that conversation and learn more about all of the services and all of the work that you are doing? Uh, well, I would say the first place to touch us would be uh, the langfinancial.com website, L-A-N-G Financial. Uh, we are also bringing up another company, which will be live in a, just a few weeks, Total Solutions Collective, which is solving people's problems. These are all of our pieces put into one. Uh, and certainly you can give us a call at 847-675-5578. And make sure to check us out on LinkedIn, our individual pages, as well as the company's page. And uh, that is a wrap in our conversation with Stacy, Kara, and Alana Khan. Thank you so much for joining us on the air. Um, I encourage everybody to check out Link Financial Group. Uh, don't touch that dial, Chicago. We'll be back on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Check out my website, shalomkline.com for the past seven plus years of shows. We're going to squeeze in headlines. Quick break. We'll be back on Get Down to Business in just a moment. Hey, we're back on Get Down to Business, and I am joined by global entrepreneur Rubel Chandy, who's the author of the international best-selling book, Unconscious Business Strategies, 90 Days to Life, A Journey from Turmoil to Triumph. Rubel, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Shalom. It's great to have you. You're also the creator of an online business accelerator workshop. So, you know, we are in 2021 and you have done a lot of analysis and forecasting for the year. And you have been talking quite a bit and I've listened to some of your conversations about the opportunities that have been unearthed in the pandemonium of 2020. So what are your New Year's resolutions for 2021? My New Year's resolution is typically taken on my birthday but specifically, the, the goal that I have been working on for the 12 months from my May 13 to May 13, which is my period, is to help a thousand entrepreneurs in the next 12 months to help and scale their business and invest that money back into thousand kids who could, who could not afford education. That is inspirational. Uh, again, chatting with Rubel Chandy. And Rubel, you have been using a time period of 90 days to life. 90 days. So for our entrepreneurs that are tuning in, what should their resolution for that 90-day period, breaking it into bite-sized pieces, what are some of the things that you would recommend for business owners to put into action right now? Absolutely. So the most important thing is to get started on something. Don't wait for the best idea to show up in front of your doorstep. Show up and find a small idea that you could start working on right now. Because no matter what happens in terms of economy or the virus situation, there are new opportunities. Why? Because there are so many problems unearthed because of this, this new world order that we are stepping into. So look for an opportunity 
test that idea by doing a miniature of that and do a micro action that moves you in that direction and then do another action that moves you in that direction, another action, and it sets a direction for your business. So get started on a stupid idea. I love it. I love it. Rubel, you started your business career in India at the age of 19. And by the time you were 24, you'd failed in businesses. And I understand had been in debt. So you understand the idea of of failure and learning from mistakes. So I want to talk about where those big mistakes were made and what were the lessons that you've learned that maybe you're willing to share with our listeners so they don't make those same mistakes. The biggest mistake that I had starting a business was I was not paying attention to money. The business was not focused on cash flow. Business was focused on ego. Did I do this much business? Did I do do that much business? It doesn't matter how much revenue you have. There are people who do 10, 20, 30, 50 million dollars of business and come to me. They don't have profits. And even if they do have profits, they don't have cash. In business, there is an old saying, revenue is vanity, profit is sanity, cash is the king. So focusing on cash by giving dramatic, outstanding value for your customers. So it's not even about cash. It is about creating value to people so that you could generate cash as a response from the market. That's what you need to focus on in business. Great advice. And you are the creator, as I mentioned earlier, of the Online Business Accelerator Workshops. So what are some of the things that you cover in these, uh, in these workshops that uh, might be of value to our listeners? Absolutely. So one big thing that people don't understand in the business space is business is about 60% psychology, 20% strategy, and 20% action. So if 60% is psychology, it's more than 50 percentage is psychology, paying attention to who you are, finding truly who you are, and aligning yourself to your mission of your business as making this your life's mission is one of the most important things that we start teaching people in the beginning. Because once you are aligned, like I often say, Gandhi did not have a marketing plan to spread his wings to India, nor did Dr. Martin Luther King. He just was so passionate and aligned with his mission that the marketing, the sales plan showed up automatically. So what I teach them is to first Step in alignment, find your alignment with your business, find your mission and align it with your business. And then I would teach them marketing and sales and everything else in an enlightened way. Well, your workshops are helping uh, businesses in 14 countries, which is amazing. The book is called 90 Days to Life, Journey from Turmoil to Triumph. So, Rubel, um, I want to make sure people can get in touch with you, learn more about you, uh, purchase a copy of the book, and maybe even register for one of these exciting workshops coming up. Where can people do that? Absolutely. So they could go to, um, go to rubelchandy.com, R-U-B-L-E. C-H-A-N-D-Y.com. And they could download, get an experience about what I give for free, which is I give one of my world-class productivity training that's been used in 14 different countries for free. And then currently, we don't have an opening. Our, uh, our accelerator training is closed right now. Next time when we open it, you would get an email letting you know that accelerator program is open again. 
Well, you've shared so much uh, in that uh, in in our brief conversation about how people can make an impact in 90 days, and I encourage everybody get on your website rubelchandy.com where they can uh, get that free training. Uh, some great conversations. We'll be back on Get Down to Business in just a moment. Ruble Chandy, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to having you back on real soon. Great conversation. Thank you. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. You're listening to Get Down to Business. A special shout out to our wonderful sponsors of Get Down to Business. Uh, Definitely check out Chicago Signature Limo for all of your transportation needs and healthplanchicago.com for all of your health insurance needs. Uh, Certainly important topics as we move into 2021. So, uh, I'm excited for this conversation. I'm joined by uh, Jerome Myers, uh, the founder of the Myers Development Group. Uh, Jerome, welcome to the program. Shalom. So excited to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure. So I love to get to know the person behind the microphone. Jerome, uh, tell us about you. Tell us about uh, the Myers Development Group. And I'm excited to uh, to learn from you in our conversation today. Yeah, I guess at the highest level, I'm a corporate America dropout. You know, back in 2016 and after building a $20 million division for Fortune 550 and laying folks off twice, I decided that I didn't want to be in corporate America anymore. And so I left to pursue real estate full time. In that, I found that I missed working with people in a coaching role or a leadership role. And so we built out our coaching business, which is a small division called Dream Catchers. And so between operating our real estate business and working with people with one-on-one coaching, I, I fill my days with those activities. And they're ones that I enjoy tremendously. That's how you fill your days. But I want to give a shout out because you are actually a podcaster as well. So I know you fill your nights and your mornings um, with many other things as well. So you are really the authority, the preeminent authority on Dream realization. So how was it, uh, Jerome, as we sort of get into the conversation over here, that you developed your philosophy, which I know a quote of yours is, stop chasing balance and embrace the model of a centered life. What, what's the story behind that? Where did you come up with that theory? I was in a really dark place. And I think that's where we have all our transformation, Shalom. And so I was buried and I had to decide whether or not I was a seed or there for death. And I decided I was a seed and I started to sprout. And so the model for a centered life is if you ever see me around on social media, you'll see me in this black t-shirt with white writing and a red pill on it. And it says, I took the red pill. And that is the code word or code name for our model for centered life. It's got six different levels. It starts with self-image, moves to relationships. From relationships, we go to the workplace. Workplace, we go to health. Health, we go to prosperity. And then we end with significance. And the whole thought process here is that you can have the life that you want. You just have to be really particular about how you invest your time and money. And we learned that all change starts within and then radiates out. So that's why the core of the red pill is self-image. From there, we look at relationships. And what I realized is I had a lot of one-way relationships when I was in the start place. And so I pulled that back and I said, okay, great. What can I do in order to reframe these relationships or end them? And so that's where we guide our clients to. We, we go through that. The next thing is work. Once you have great relationships, you attract things to you, you attract people to you, and that aligns your work with the things that you care about most. 
And those three things create all the stressors. And so I'll pause right there and see if there's anything that you have questions about before we do the top three levels. Absolutely. Well, you you are certainly passionate about everything that you do, and I find it fascinating the inspiration that you are to uh, to everybody, professionals and and people and business owners of all kinds. Um, so, no, it, it really is inspirational, my friend, and I appreciate it. So, it, it's really interesting. There's um, there's eight words that you say can change people's lives. And I'm looking at them and uh, I've, I've looked at this now for several weeks in preparing for this conversation. What are those eight words and how did you find them? Shalom. So grateful you asked that question because it's the mission that I'm on. The eight words are find it, fund it, fix it, and flip it. And they define our four-step process for buying multifamily properties. So when I, I got into real estate, I was looking for something that was going to allow me to decouple my time for money. So we go out, we find deals, then we fund them. After that, we fix them. And this allows us to increase the value of the property. And then we flip them. And that's either a refinance or we sell it and harvest all the equity out of the deal. And I understand that your firm, um, again, the uh, Myers uh, Development Group, you are uh, hosting the virtual Mid-Atlantic Multifamily Investing Conference uh, coming up actually uh, in just a couple of months. And you've said that you want 100 people to leave their jobs if they are not passionate about it. So passion is certainly a theme that I've seen in everything that you do. Uh, so uh, or tell us a little bit about that conference that's coming up. Yeah, the Mid-Atlantic Multifamily Investing Conference is what we, I, I shorten it all down to just calling it conference. It is the most diverse environment you can find for people who are making transitions from earning all their income actively to creating some of that in a passive or semi-passive way. And so we have speakers with all different levels of wealth from people who've only done you know, a small deal, something less than 10 units to one guy owns over 2000 units by himself and have them share their story on how they've accomplished what they've accomplished with the goal, as you've mentioned a few times, to inspire people to take the next step so that they can create freedom through alternative investments. That's awesome. And I know it's coming up. It's going to be virtual in March. Um, and all the information is up there on your website at myersmethods.com. Uh, so I definitely want to encourage all of our listeners to check that out. We are going to squeeze in a quick break. And when we return, we will continue our conversation talking about that uh, Myers method and talk about the red pill and talk about all of your inspiration. Again, I'm chatting with Jerome Myers from the Myers Development Group and a podcaster and uh, truly inspirational uh, preeminent authority and thought leader. You're listening to Get Down to Business. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back. I'm continuing my conversation with the inspirational Jerome Myers from the Myers Development Group. Uh, We've talked about eight words that can change people's lives. And uh, Jerome, you uh, are 
quite inspirational in, in helping people to change their lives. And we, we started talking about dream catchers. So uh, between dream catchers, which is, I know, a philosophy, but also all of the speaking and all of the uh, conversations that you host on your podcast, uh, tell us some of the success stories of, of people that you, you know, have, have helped over the past years. Yeah, man, this part is super exciting. And I've made a drastic shift from being the hero to being the guy for the hero. So, so grateful to share some of these stories. One of the folks in a recent story bought an apartment building for a half a million dollars that are really, that was worth a million dollars, right? That, that one was just amazing. So to be able to slam that type of equity into your net worth in a few short months is exciting for just about anybody. I don't know anybody that turns their nose up at that type of thing. We've got another guy that we've been working with and we watch his practice grow. He's a financial advisor. He's really a district director. And he just bought a home that's almost a million dollars in an area where that is a really expensive home. I know you're up in Chicago. And so that might not be very pricey there, but they were able to move into their dream home in 2020. And these are all 2020 stories, by the way. Got another friend of mine that we've been working with for a little over a year, and he's raising awareness about complex grief and PTSD. He set up a podcast, and he's getting ready to go on this walk from Mississippi to New York. And to be able to set everything up and navigate things with the modified environment that we have here in COVID is just like really, really exciting. And he, he wants to make sure that folks are not committing suicide and he's been able to stop at least three people from doing that personally. And there's more than that, but he knows about those because he's actually talked to them. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And before we wrap up our conversation, I do have to ask you about the Dreamcatchers podcast, as well as the Multifamily Missteps podcast. You are, you are a prolific host and inspire people all the time. So, um, you know, you, you host these conversations. Um, what are some of the, uh, what are some of your goals in 2021? 2021 is a growth relationship with both of those podcasts. Uh, Dreamcatchers tells the story of people who've exited the matrix or, and that is to inspire those folks who have a job and they have an interest in leaving and pursuing entrepreneurship to be able to do that and get the tool tips and techniques that those folks did use in order to accomplish that. And then multifamily missteps just tells the horror stories that people experience while they are multifamily investors so that people can come into the space with their eyes wide open. And so those are the goals for 2021 just expand the reach and have more dynamic conversations with folks like you. Well, we've covered so, so much in the conversation. Jerome Myers, I'm excited for all that you have in 2021. And I want to make sure people can learn more about everything you've got going on, this amazing conference coming up, all of your work, as well as all of your podcasts. They're all up on your website. So uh, Jerome, where can people learn more about everything you do? Yeah, JeromeMyers.co, and that's M-Y-E-R-S. We don't like the extra E. <laughs> JeromeMyers.co. Thank you so much, Jerome, for joining us. We'll have you back on, I'm sure, real soon. But uh, I wish you all the best in this uh, upcoming year. I'm excited for all that you are going to accomplish. And uh, this has been such an awesome conversation. So many fantastic guests on the program. We've talked with the uh, wonderful team at the Link Financial Group. We've talked with Steve Denny. We have talked with Rubel Chandy. Amazing, amazing conversations uh, on Get Down to Business. Be sure to download rate, subscribe, and share our conversations, which you can also find on your favorite 
podcast app. So make sure uh, it will make it easier for people to find the conversations. I also host another show called We All Serve, where you interview uh, military leaders to learn about leadership lessons from their service. Again, that podcast also available on your favorite podcast app. Be sure to uh, to get in touch with our amazing sponsors, ChicagoSignatureLimo.com, HealthPlanChicago.com. We'll be back next Sunday on AM560, The Answer at 6 p.m. Until then, to success, let's get down to business.